resilience help us in our business? Whether you are a new businessman or you are already an established business person, and business being resilient help us in all areas of your life, in our personal areas as well as in our professional areas. Otherwise, life seems like an emotional roller coaster where one area might be thriving, for example, your business might be flourishing, but your health and well-being might be getting affected. Hi, assalamu alaikum. My name is Aisha Ikram. For those of you who don't know me, I am a transformational coach and I help professionals becoming resilient by showing them where their spiritual and emotional experience come from. And I do that by sharing a simple understanding of human psychology based on true psychological paradigm. You see, once you know where your emotional experience come from, you have a better understanding of how to manage health and well-being, how to manage your professional life as well as your personal life. Because the thing is, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. But if you can see that how you are doing one thing and if that one thing is powerful enough, it can empower you to improve all other areas of your life. And I am on a mission to share this beautiful understanding of inside out paradigm or transformational coaching. Different people have different names for it. But the thing is, it shows you how your thoughts work. And the reason I'm passionate about that is so I can educate and empower people on a global level so they can take inspired actions towards achieving their goals and their aspirations. It's not always about finding a solution of your problems. Coaching is very much empowering. It also helps people for creating amazing goals and achieving these goals in their lives. So today's guest, I'm very excited to introduce today's guest who is also an inside out coach and he is a business coach and a sales coach. And um, he would share his own journey and how this understanding has helped him um, you know becoming successful in his personal and professional life so please um, welcome me uh, you know joining uh, brother hakan so a little bit about my guest is hakan ibrahim is a sales and business coach who helps small businesses succeed by increasing their sales performance and results after long-standing career in sales and former top performer for one of the UK's largest independent real estate agent, he transitioned into private consulting with the vision of empowering small businesses to grow further and faster with coaching supporting them and training those people. Previously, these uh, services were only available through his service to large corporations. His no-nonsense-based approach are used to help clients grow their business without burning out or compromising what's most important to them. Wow, mashallah, I'm quite impressed already. So please join me welcoming uh, Hakan Ibrahim. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. alaikum so nice to have you. Yes, alaikum <laughs> So, subhanAllah, I was reading your bio and so many things um, that actually resonated with 
be as well. But I'm interested to find out about your journey. How did your coaching journey start it? Uh, great question. So um, I think it really started uh, in childhood and my teenage years where for some reason people always kind of came to me for advice, came to me for counseling. Um, and it was very easy and natural for me to, to, to listen and for people to just open up. And so um, I was very quiet and uh, shy and introverted growing up anyway. But um, yeah, people just seem to just share their challenges with me and I'd, I'd just go ahead and help them problem solve them. So um, I, I was in college and um, part time, I landed this uh, telesales role, which mm. was um, pretty, um, you, you, you might say accidental because for a person of my kind of personality, very quiet, very introverted, um, it wasn't um, it wasn't going to be something that I just choose like deliberately almost. I kind of just transitioned to, into it, and uh, it was you know it was a situation where I'd had to speak a lot, and that's something that didn't really come natural natural to me. So um, it, it did a lot in in helping me break my shell and um, get more socially confident, and I ended up doing pretty well there. And so uh, over the years, I I built up my career until um, I went from kind of one sales role to another sales role until um, my most recent uh, job in a corporate uh, in a company was a very large one. And mm. so, you know, I, I, I got to a stage where I was running the, the business for, for them and um, I, you know, I was able to, to grow their business very well. And, uh, and then the time came where I just felt, um, felt limited. I just felt that um, I, was, I was made for something bigger and something more meaningful. And so, uh, I, I took the leap and transitioned into private coaching and consulting. So, yeah. Wow, subhanAllah. So, so many things. So, first of all, it's amazing to hear. You know, I invite all these um, guest expert speakers from around the globe, but this is one thing that almost everyone shares as being a coach that their coaching journey started, you know, a lot longer than actually they started getting paying for this so your journey also started in the childhood and it's it's amazing that you also mentioned that you were an, an introvert and you were a shy guy and i also share the same thing you know when i tell people that i used to be shy they don't really believe me and i still am to be honest with you in some social situations i am very shy and introvert but in some other situations where i know uh, what I'm talking about, I'm quite uh, an extrovert person. So how did your combination of this type of personality help you outgrowing your own shell? I think um, I just ended up finding the strengths in it, to be honest, because um, I think one of the great things that, that introverts are gifted with is the ability to, um, to ponder, to reflect and to to analyze and to, you know, uh, to, to look inward for, for, for answers and mm. you know, to, to think very deliberately about things. And so um, I, I'd use that to my advantage whenever it be uh, people um, who, who may have uh, necessarily had some weaknesses in that area of being able to reflect and, and ponder about the, their situation. And just me using those natural innate skills to be able to um, shine a light on it. And I think, uh, I think, yeah, just um, finding the strength in it and, and navigating it that way. So, and did you find uh, support from your own coaches through your own coaching journey? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I don't think I could have um, really made anything work uh, sustainably anyway without coaches. Um, I've since really making the, the, the leap, taking the leap and making the transition, um, shortly, you know, after the journey of, of yeah. going solo, I realized that, um, yeah, navigating the world of uh, business, even though I had like really great business skills uh, working for um, employers, this was a totally different ball game and I needed help, I needed support and I couldn't navigate this world without them. So uh, thank, thankfully I did a lot of um, searching around for the, uh, the people that I most resonated with and, and uh, understood me. And mm. so, yes, I've, I've, had, um, I've had really great uh, coaches that have helped me along the way. That's amazing, Marshalla. And, and how long ago your coaching journey started? Um, so really, I think uh, from a professional standpoint, it was in my previous company because um, like the directors and, and the uh, senior managers would ask me to coach my fellow branch managers because, you know, uh, they, they wanted to kind of share what was working and um, what I was doing that the other managers weren't doing. So kind of coaching um, was happening within a professional context in there. And then, um, and then it was two years ago, it, it, yeah, it was 2017 um, that I actually took the leap and decided to, to make the move uh, independently. Wow, okay. And um, you, I was reading about your bio and it says about inside out understanding. Now I know what inside out understanding is and how it helps in businesses. Would you like to share with the with the viewers and listeners how, first of all, what is an inside out understanding and how does this specifically help in building business? Um, so the, the inside out understanding is, um, is, is basically the, the understanding that you, you do not feel your circumstances. You, you cannot feel um, the past. You cannot feel the future. The only thing that you can ever feel is your thinking that's happening in the present, in the moment. And it does wonders for all areas of life, just understanding this. But yeah, in, in a business context, it's really taking a load off of off of your mind because there's a lot that happens in business. It's very complex. There's a lot of moving parts, and um, and by understanding where your felt experience of life is coming from, you're able to offload a lot of unnecessary thinking and mm -hmm. thinking that that really just takes up mental bandwidth and, and, and mental mm -hmm. ramp, uh, so that you can focus with singularity on the task at hand and then just move forward and achieve your goals uh, with with very clear focus and precision. Okay, so I just want to make a distinction here because um, for people who are maybe new to this paradigm coaching or inside out coaching, so when Hakan said that you cannot feel things from your past or you cannot feel things from your future, what does that mean is even though it seems like you're feeling the thinking from your past, which you normally do, but that doesn't have any power the only thing, the only reality and the only truth of the human psychology is that we are feeling our thinking in the moment. So you, so this straight away makes you becoming a present person. And this is how you, you have Baraka in your time from Islamic perspective. So if you are being a spiritual person, if you want to focus on your spirituality, being present helps us focusing on our ibadah.
being present in our business life help us becoming more productive and being present with our loved ones help us becoming uh, you know or creating thriving relationships so this is why when we say that inside out understanding helps all areas of your lives this is how it helps you because when we become present there is usually wisdom in the moment which we don't see because we have a lot of excessive thinking i'm sure you must know hakan you know we have a lot of excessive thinking from past or from future when that falls then we start seeing the beauty uh, of the present moment and the productivity yeah and I'd, i'd like to add that's a beautiful um, explanation i'd like to add as well that um a lot of business development work and uh training um what, what the approach that they use is is adding stuff to your to-do list and, mm. and adding more things to think about and more things to do mm. and um it's often the case where you go to like a three-day seminar or a two-day seminar one-day seminar on business development and they you know they throw so many different like really great advice at you about what you should be doing and what would be great for you to be doing and 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 then you and then you leave um you know with with you know high spirits and lots of motivation and then you realize I'm never going to be able to implement all the stuff that I've just picked up and yeah. so uh the great thing about understanding the paradigm is it takes so much off of your to-do list because exactly there um there's literally nothing to do about the paradigm it, it's nothing to um apply it's already applied for you and so it just yeah it just allows you to to um to just take a lot off of your mind be more in fl- more, more in flow more in ease and um al- allow yourself to just uh flow through your days um way more productively so yeah exactly and you know this is one of the biggest reasons you know when people have burnouts that's the that's the reason they have a lot of burnouts because as you said there there are lots of things that are uh, in your to-do list a lot of moving parts so instead of people thinking that they are able to actually overcome this uh, to-do list or they are actually becoming more productive they sort of naturally have this anxiety about their deadlines and uh you know if it's a if it's a working environment or if if it's um working for yourself it's even worse because then there's no one there to actually tell you you have deadlines so you have added anxiety being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so ha- having this understanding really does help us on a psychological level and it's so important to be aware of our own emotional health and well-being because if we are not emotionally uh you know stable it's not really the you know it's not not the term but obviously if we are not aware of our emotions then that can take us to an emotional roller coaster then we might start having all the insecure how are we surviving this business where is our next paychecks going to come from things like that all of these things if you have planned around these areas and you don't really need to worry about it all you are doing is you're just following your planned strategic footsteps so i'm wondering how do you actually support your business clients because you you mentioned you help them with sales and business coaching these two seems like two broad areas do you combine them and make it as a as a one strategic plan well absolutely like uh after a while of of getting into coaching i realized that um 
there's never this one thing that you need to get your business working the way you want. And there's always multiple things that uh, you need to, um, that, that needs adapting and molding and, um, and, and support to actually get the results that you're looking to achieve. So um, yeah, I think with the, with the sales piece, um, that's where the majority of my experience is. And with uh, clients that uh, I typically uh, work with, a, 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 lot, a lot of them have, um, have challenges of being able to enroll or being able to articulate their value. And so they fall into uh, traps like undercharging and overcommitting and taking on too much um, that they can actually deliver. And then it ends up being, um, then they end up having to find more work to replace the work that they undersold their value from. And so it just becomes this, this mess. So um, really it's just about getting clarity on um, who are really out there looking to start with your business and um, and then work putting together a plan and a strategy for you to be able to uh, have the necessary skills and the emotional uh, resilience and well-being to be able to work that plan um, from start to finish. Exactly. And, and I love it because that means that you're not, you're removing the guesswork out of your work. Sorry. So is this, yeah, is this uh, you only help the coaches or you help anyone in any kind of uh, any entrepreneur? Uh, no, I mean, it's 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 really a focus on client based businesses. So services, uh, personal services or, or B2B services. Um, so I've, I've worked, I've had the pleasure of working with really creative professionals, designers, architects and healers and sole practitioners and uh, people of all different kinds of industries, but the common, the common theme is that they have uh, their gifts to offer in the form of a service. And so uh, all the challenges that that brings and um, yeah, navigating that. Hmm. Interesting. So what has been your most defined moment uh, in your own coaching journey? Um, defining moment for just, just a pivotal oh. Yeah, personally or professionally, something that really transformed you and you realize that, wow, this is amazing. I wish I would have known this 10 years ago or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, without without a shadow of a doubt, it would have been the uh, learning the, the three principles, understanding. Um, so I'd, I'd been around the block with personal development. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd actually gone through quite a lot because from my early years, really, uh, of getting into a sales kind of environment, it's like personal development and sales go hand in hand. If you've ever read any personal development mentors in, in from the 80s upwards, you'll see like Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and, and, and all these great speakers that they always kind of tie in sales with their uh, personal development. So um, yeah, I went through the block and you know I picked up loads of great ideas, but um, it, it, I, w I always found that with every great idea came a bucket load of uh, more things to think about and more insecurities about how far I am from um, you know where I should be. And so learning the principles and um, really just coming back to um, coming back to you, you say from an Islamic um, perspective, the fitra. Um, of, of the present moment and that um, you really don't need to overwhelm yourself with thinking um, and getting everything perfectly right and having all the answers um, to actually take inspired action and, um, and and get the results you want. So yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, that's been, um, that's been the most impactful uh, experience I've had. 
that's and um, thank you so much for sharing and anyone who's has been a, a three principles coach or a paradigm coach that's one of their most defining moments as well so and i actually because we have various viewers during the week and we had few people watching us before so guys if you have any questions please feel free to ask today's topic is resilience and building business and how resilience actually helps us and support us and our today's guest is uh, hakan ibrahim from london uk what i was wondering is for people who probably don't know what three principles are how would you how would you define them and how do they help in in our personal and professional life so yeah it's always a, a tricky thing to explain in a, in a minute because you know nobody, how does it work for you how does it work for me yes. well it's um it's what the great thing is it's working for it's working for everyone in every moment since like the beginning of time to the end of time so it's um it's it's just being able to it's being able to to see um to to, to navigate your your way through life knowing uh you know knowing knowing what it's very very hard to explain to be honest it's uh it's basically knowing that in every moment um it's it's only your thinking that that's causing your feeling and how feeling and thinking is is bound like this so they're sandwiched together so um a lot of the times when we have hang-ups and issues and challenges that come up it's uh they usually um they're usually quite easy to solve legit from a logistical standpoint so if, if a problem ca- uh, comes up um normally they they're quite easily solvable in everyday life the the only thing that makes them really hard and become huge uh, problems for us is all the emotion that we attach to it and all the meanings that we attribute to it that um that that cause us to have such strong emotions uh, attached t- attached to those problems that really weigh us down and pull us down and prevent us from overcoming them and and flowing freely towards our goals so um i i hope that kind of gives some light yes yeah and that's that's you said that principles are already working for everyone because that's the true paradigm of psychology how do you how do you define gravity you know we use gravity without the definition anyway but it's interesting to know from the different people's standpoint because then how is it helping you is how you can help other people right and as you said principles are really we feel our thinking in the moment and feeling our and thinking are already always joined like this you know you cannot separate them and when we start having these problems or hiccups or hangups in our life that's where we think that our problems are actually coming from the issues not from our feeling or thinking in the moment so we start feeling stress or anxious about that subject and as you mentioned yes these things you know usually they, they are logistics so for example if a person might be worried about where his next paycheck is coming from a coach who probably is a new coach so from a strategic perspective he he or she probably needs a business coaching or they probably need to devise um, a good funnel depending on their coaching journey so once you have done all your strategies in place now you know that you have taken care of all the moving parts so your stress really wasn't because of 
your your fear or anxiety of where the next paycheck is going to come from. So often when we have this illusion that other places, people, things have the power to make us upset, that's where the illusion of our stress and anxiety comes from. So realizing this, that no one has the power to make us feel the way we don't want to feel, it empowers us, it gives us hope. And you know, it reminds me a great quote from Maya Angelou that, you know, no one has the power to make me feel the way I don't want to feel. I'm paraphrasing that, but that actually, it's a beautiful way of explaining um, the paradigm that if somebody's giving you a piece of trash, would you take it? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't take it. Chances are we wouldn't take it. But we tend to take a lot of uh, unexplained stress and anxiety from people we don't even know. Just because somebody looked at us in a certain way and that made us feel like, oh my God, and you you or me or other pe- people, we, we take on excessive thinking around just that look that person gave us or a comment. And the way that either we can have a heartfelt conversation with that person or we could just simply ignore them. Time, this excessive thinking adds up so much weight. Oh gosh, yeah. Absolutely. And I was just going to say as well, from like a business standpoint too, um, uh, constantly um, trying to avoid what other people are thinking um, you know, that, that, that really sabotages attempts of growth. And um, because, you know, even from a, from a place like, for, for example, marketing, um, you know, where you're constantly in front of people and even sales and marketing together, both involve a lot of interaction with people. And there's going to be a lot of people that um, don't agree with everything you say or may not necessarily understand the message that you're communicating the way that you intended. And so they get... Um, they, they get judgy, they can criticize you. And then if you know where your experience is coming from, you know that it's not, you know, no, what, whatever someone says or whatever they, whatever thoughts they have about you, um, really it's, it's, it's coming from their own uh, thinking and, and, and it really has nothing to do with how well and okay you're going to be. Um, then it, it immediately takes so much off of, off of your thinking because now, you, you know, you can just really just go for your goals and not have to, constantly think about, you know, what others are going to be thinking about you and, um, yeah, just allowing that stuff to just hold you back. Yeah, and it, it prevents people from taking things so personally. You know, you become lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Life becomes so yeah. much fun. Imagine someone who is shy. Why most people are shy? From my own journey, I know I used to be shy because people can be very self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And self-conscious people tend to have a lot of excessive thinking about themselves. Mm. Are we doing okay? Are we saying things okay? Are we appearing or showing powerfully in the world? When you just let that excessive thinking go, even for about yourself, everything becomes so much fun and enjoyable. Yeah, I think, uh, no, go ahead, finish. No, 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 I was just going to say that it's really helpful. I I personally found it really helpful and life-changing, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I totally uh, agree to exactly um, exactly that. I think, um, yeah, we we tend to um, yeah we, we tend to behave in a way which um, you know is consistent with how we see ourselves. So I think um, when you realise that 
a lot, you know, a, a lot of that is what well, all of it, in fact, is just is just thought. Um, yeah, you, you know, you kind of snap back to reality and realize that um, you don't really need to you don't need to compare yourself against anybody. Um, you are your own unique individual on your own unique path. Your business is its own, uh, you know, has its own unique path too. And so, uh, yeah, you can, it just frees you up uh, so much to just go for your goals and, um, yeah, just, just not think too much about them. Yeah, and you know, when you don't think too much about anything, it just automatically unlocks the innate wisdom that we are all born with or innate resilience. What is resilient? Resilience isn't that, you know, you will be fine, nothing is going to ever go wrong, or you just simply bounce back. Resilience is actually finding your grounding. When things are working fine, you stay, you know, gracefully grounded, true to your values. And resilience is also if things are not going the way you have planned, then it takes you right back to your tawakkul that, you know, three things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whatever you're asking from me or striving towards, there are three ways I can help you. I'm going to give you exactly what you asked for, or I'm going to remove a harmful thing from your life as a replacement of that effort that you're doing or dua that you are making. Or the third thing is that I'm actually going to give you something far better. Maybe not in this world, in your hereafter. So none of the efforts that we take you know, they're ever wasted. But if we imagine if we, if you and I and if everyone who's listening started adding that spirituality, how would this impact in, in our life? How much baraka we would have in our all areas or your person? Because you know how we keep on saying that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're showing up powerfully in your deen, you automatically show up powerfully in your dunya, in your other affairs. So it just becomes an enjoyable, pleasant part of life and a goal that you know you are striving towards. And if things are not going fine, that you have this deep knowing. It's not a wishful thinking. You have this deep knowing actually that it's it's fine. You are in a win-win situation. Yeah, I, I once heard as well that um, you were literally you literally came to this world with nothing. So everything is in profit <laughs> from from birth. You know, you you can't you can't lose essentially because what how we term a lot of loss is you know um, it's not it's not absolute loss. You know, you're not really it, it's you're you're gaining very powerful insights and you're learning you're learning you're getting feedback. You know, um, not not seeing. Not because too many of us hold ourselves back from really, um, from really going for what we want because uh, we're so afraid of of risk. We're so afraid of losing. We're so afraid of uh, doing the you know doing the wrong thing or or messing it up. And um, and in businesses especially, uh, that's that's how a lot of businesses uh, you know they stay stagnant or they don't grow or they or they end up failing and dying is because they um, they're so afraid of just um, you know moving ahead and learning and gaining feedback along the journey. And so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really uh, insightful bringing that up. Yeah, and, and I so, so and I couldn't agree anymore. Fear gets into the way of, of everything, right? If you don't have um, this understanding of where your thoughts are coming from, we probably think that fear is something that is stopping us. I, I occasionally say to my clients that fear is actually a friendly force. 
fear doesn't come to stop you in your tracks. Fear, the role of fear is either to tell you to not do something. For example, if you are standing at a tall building, it's okay to be afraid because if you are trying to jump, you're gonna hurt rational. And another role of fear is to advise us to do something instead. So for someone who is a shy, introvert person and he has been given an opportunity to speak in public for the first time, and if that person is afraid, the fear is telling that person, you just need to practice, right? But we just give in to this power of fear and we just think that, okay, right, let's dump and be afraid and close, you know, in a that once you start exploring your own emotions, subhanAllah, it just becomes an amazing journey. Self-awareness is the key. Self-mastery is the key, if you, especially if you want to be self-awareness. If you're not aware of your own you know, emotional ebbs and flows, that means you're just constantly going through this emotional roller coaster and it's going to affect your business, it's going to affect your clients, it's going to affect even your personal life as well. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, just as you were saying that, I remembered something one of my uh, mentors said, which is people don't have business problems, they have personal problems that reflect in their business. And I think, um, yeah, it's absolutely critical because your, your business may be, you know, uh, you know, it may be a legal entity, but essentially, like, it's people that are running it, it's you, it's, um, and you're a human mm. being, emotions, and so, and a spirit. And so, if you're not, if you're not, um, you know, if, if you're not, uh, if, you know, if you're not stable, if you're not grounded, if you are um, very reactive and you're unable to, um, yeah, you're, you're unable to focus and bring yourself to the present moment and recognize uh, what your emotions are there for, and uh, which are essentially there to serve you, then um, it's going to be a very, very um, draining and um, an unenjoyable experience. Whatever you yes. do, not just the business, but for life too. For life too, exactly. And the thing with business is what I usually use to inspire my clients is what is the reason that they're doing this business? They could be doing anything in the world. Usually people who are businessmen, they're passionate about something. So knowing their why really helps them finding their emotional grounding, especially when things are not going exactly the way we expected. And don't take me wrong, we are not advocating that you should never feel down or you should never feel upset. Feeling, feelings and thinkings are, are related. If you're going through a tough time, it's okay to feel upset or you know unhappy about a, a particular subject. But being upset, knowing that your upset feeling would just go naturally on their own, gives me a lot more hope than being upset and not knowing what's going to happen with me tomorrow. So I would rather be sad and upset in that state, hopeful state. Yeah, and I think uh, to add to that, I think um, what's fascinating is um, we come up with a lot of rules about how we should feel and there's a lot of uh, judgments about emotions. And oh, yes. the thing is, is that uh, you know, you're not always in, you're not always able to control uh, your emotions. They, they, they naturally just uh, arise from your thinking in the moment and you'd, you're not always in control of that. And um, it's very important to realize that when you know it's thought and you allow you allow for it to, to you know you welcome it in and then you allow and then it will naturally it will naturally flow outwards too but the, the problems occur when we we judge ourselves by these emotions and we 
we think like you know if if, if you're if, if you're in business and um you know you you may feel emotion about a particular topic you may judge yourself as saying i shouldn't be feeling emotion about this particular topic i'm a i'm a businessman and i yeah. business businessmen don't feel emotional about these things so um yeah we, we judge ourselves we get self-critical and it just stops us in our tracks and we can't move forward um and so yeah I, there was a roomy quote as well that came to mind when you um when you said this which is um uh like every uh like every adversity and every emotion is um it's it's like a person knocking on the door like so it's coming and you and you need to welcome all of them not not just you know because a lot of us just want to experience the positive emotions and then just never never experience any of the negative emotions and so all of them bring immense amounts of values and gifts and treasures so um yeah it's important to just embrace all of them the entirety of human experience Oh yes, totally agree with that. And the thing with emotions is, well, they're neutral. Our thinking are neutral. They don't have any positivity or negativity. The only positivity or negativity they have is the one we attach to them. Mm -hmm. And the thing about controlling our thoughts or emotions, we can't. Mm -hmm. We have this illusion that we can through mm -hmm. affirmation, positive thinking, but positive thinking if you tell someone who's extremely depressed that, okay, you just need to think positive, that person would laugh, you know, in your face and say, oh, how, how dare you? You don't even know what I'm going through. The thing is, if that depressed person know that actually just like the weather system, his deep depressive thoughts would go because it can never ever rain 24 hours a day or seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Similarly, you can, can never ever feel the one emotions for the rest of your life so knowing that gives me hope sharing that with the with the world whoever is listening to me or watching you know to me sharing this message with them gives me enormous amount of hope even if you're feeling upset even if you think that you can never ever bounce back i can assure you look at the weather system it never ever rains 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It never stays sunny. We have natural healing. We have this ability gifted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can bounce back. Yes, alhamdulillah. And um, it's important to notice as well that you have an unlimited capacity of resilience and everyone everyone does. You might, you might think, um, you know, you, you may not um, believe it's true, but um, yeah, behind all the insecure thinking there is an unlimited uh, supply of resilience and the proof of that is um, is in you know people who have gone through immense amounts of trauma and you know war children uh, yes victims, people who have gone through some seriously uh, troubling uh, experiences in the past have gone on to um, to never let it affect them and and move on and um, have fulfilling and, and, and happy lives. And so, yeah, it's important to realize that, um, yeah, the, the only thing that can get in the way of uh, you being naturally resilient is, is your own insecure thinking. You know, you're reminding me, one of my clients, she was a, a Holocaust survivor, being one of the happiest people of, she has gone through stuff that you know you probably it's even hard to imagine and of course when she was going through that tough time she was in a lot of pain 
And her and her sister, they both were in that same situation. They were, they, they were kept, you know, uh, in, in, a, in a locked cell. Had, they had so many experiments done on them. And they got free from that situation. But the funny thing is, she's living a thriving, happy, fulfilling life. Whereas her sister has so many health problems, so many emotional problems. She could never ever got over her trauma. And those were twin sisters we are talking about. So that goes to show that everyone lives in their own reality and that's okay, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's her own journey. No one can force her to think in a certain way, but we can definitely plant the seed by saying that, you know, you too have the capacity to bounce back just like your sister did. Mm -hmm. But Sivana, like you reminded me of that, you know, that people who go through PTSD, some of them do bounce back and some of them, because they think that they can never, ever be the same. So their thought becomes their reality. So thoughts are very powerful. We just take them for granted, but these are spiritual. And one must be very careful with how, you know, they are attaching certain meanings to their thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, for any, for anyone who has, um, yeah, who feels as though um, they're kind of stuck with uh, troubling, um, troubling thoughts that um, it's, there's, there's, a, there's definitely uh, the capacity, you have the capacity to, um, to experience and, you know, fulfillment and happiness and joy and abundance. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's innate. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a natural uh, blessing and gift from, from Allah, from God. Subhanallah. Thank you so much. And you know what? I can just sit here and talk to you about three principles of paradigm coaching or transformational coaching for hours. But I'm aware of the time as well. And I know you've been, yeah, and I know you've been very generous with your time. So I was wondering, before we bring the show towards an end, what advice would you offer to someone who probably is new to their entrepreneurial journey? What should they be doing? In order to become resilient. I, to become resilient, um, I, I would say uh, hire a coach. It's the best thing I ever did. I'm not just saying that because I'm a coach, uh, but like uh, navigating the world alone, uh, navigating the world of business alone, even if you do have previous business experience, is um, it, it, it's, it's, a very, it's very challenging. There's a lot that can happen uh, personally, financially, and, and so. Uh, having equilibrium, having um, having your grounding uh, and navigating the world with uh, routers on your side, supporters, helpers, guides uh, on your side is is the most important uh, thing, especially because a lot of new entrepreneurs too, um, typically they have a lot against them, like their, their families typically aren't really on their side. A lot of people's families, um, you know, would rather have them stay in, you know, a safe, secure job, and um, they may they may feel quite alone in their journey. So, uh, having someone who has uh, travelled that path and who has experience mm. and who has the tools to be able to have get get the most out of you, get get the highest performance, and be at your best, and and navigate the world is um, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be absolutely imperative um, to your journey. So that would be my best advice. Mm. Mm, that is so true, subhanAllah. And you know, 
That's true because when if you're if you're new in your entrepreneurial journey, everything that you said it makes so much sense and it seems relevant to me. And even though I had I had done, but the thing is, when I started my own coaching journey, I felt that I have to have someone else. I have to have someone else who can show me the ropes. And this is, that doesn't mean that you can't be successful on your own. The thing is, if you can be successful on your own in a year's time, hiring a coach would make your journey a lot quicker, plus a lot more enjoyable because you're not guessing everything. You have someone there who you can relate to, who can give you expert advice, and who can also show you that actually there's a better way of doing things. So totally, yeah, totally well, agree. And thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was, uh, no, go, go ahead. Continue. No, I was just going to say that thank you so much for this advice because this is really priceless. Yeah, it's just through through personal experience and uh, observations from a lot of my peers as well. Um, people that I'm in the uh, same business development communities with who are going through lots of challenges. And um, one thing I'd like to add as well is that um, it's really like a lot of the challenges new entrepreneurs face is, is um, there's a lot to learn, especially if they've transitioned out of employment, because in the world of employment, you're typically uh, kind of given the, you know, you're given everything you kind of need to, to get your job done. And you're even given the instructions on how to do it and processes and everything. So um, it's uh, it's literally just a plug and play um, kind of system that you've got in employment. But when, when you make that transition to the world of self-employment and, and business and entrepreneurship, you really have to be a self-starter and, you know, find answers and make things happen. And if you, you know, it's very, I mean, the failure rate is pretty high and the way to kind of um, make it through uh, successfully and find success on the other end is is really being able to um, to have support and guidance along the journey to make things so much more easier but also to prevent you from wasting a lot of time and money in unfruitful endeavors and just gathering lots of information um, which is something that a lot of people end up doing as opposed to actually um, you know taking baby steps one step after the other one step after the other and following uh, you know a guy a, a roadmap that's um, specific to you that's going to help you get the results you're seeking exactly a personalized roadmap yeah exactly brilliant thank you so much and uh, I was wondering if somebody would like to contact you or if you have any uh, freebie that you would like to share with the audience please feel free to leave, leave that in the comments below Sure, I'll leave so people can connect with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you so much. Thanks again for being with us today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, thank you for, for having me. And um, yeah, I look forward to, to seeing you grow, uh, grow and serve more people. Okay, likewise. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Here we go, folks. So this was uh, Hakan Ibrahim from London, UK, a sales and business coach and today's expert advice. Uh, I hope you have found this truly helpful and I really hope that you are benefiting from these lives. Um, and if you watch us uh, as a replay, don't forget to type in hashtag replay. And if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to leave them. I usually go back and and um, we 
can. But what I would like to encourage you guys is instead of sending me private messages with your queries, this is the chance for you to show up and answer, uh, ask as many questions as you can. Because if you think about it, I am a professional coach and I do advocate uh, of healthy work-life boundaries. So I would love to answer each and every personal query, but sometimes it's just simply not possible. And this is why I set aside time you know, despite of having a very busy lifestyle, despite of being a single mom, professional mom, uh, you know, I have, I have, I do various projects apart from running this project. But the sole purpose of this project is to inspire you, educate you and motivate you so you can become resilient from within. So do show up live, ask as many questions as you can. My expert, my guest expert speakers are quite generous with their time as well. And depending on the topic that we are discussing, we would love to answer your queries. And on that note, I love you and leave you. And I truly, truly, truly believe that you are born resilient and you only need to see it once insightfully. That one insight, which is a sight from within, it's a divine wisdom, it's a guidance. And that can come at any time of the day, but you have to have willingness to see that. On that note, I love you and leave you. Until next time, this is Aisha. Assalamu alaikum.